comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Brad. Uh, what you're about to hear was supposed to be episode 305. But we're going to go ahead and play it as 304. After you listen to the program, you'll be thinking, well, it's all Johnny M's fault. It's completely not his fault. Due to other circumstances beyond our control, we only recorded one episode this evening. So just roll with it, enjoy the bending of the space-time continuum, and maybe next week we can get all of our ducks in a row, get Johnny M back on, and eventually you'll hear uh, part two of this episode. Wait a tick. Basil, if I travel back to 1969 and I was frozen in 1967, presumably I could go visit my frozen self. But if I'm still frozen in 1967, how could I have been unthawed in the 90s and traveled back to, oh no, I've gone cross-eyed? I suggest you don't worry about this sort of thing and just enjoy yourself. That goes for you all, too. Episode 305. Four. Episode 304. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode: What's in your wallet? Bill, what's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? I, I was I was fed that line. That is the I, worst. I, I can't take credit for. Wait that. a second. Wait a second. Where are we? I what's don't know. going on? Where are what's we? going on here? It's more like it's more like what's in your second bedroom? Or <laughs> We've already done this. What's bit. in your guest room? We've already done this bit last yeah, episode. But this is actually new for us because we did? I don't remember behind this at all. the curtain. We're doing shows out of order. The Pulling behind order. the fourth wall. Yeah. Oh well, then we'll have to we'll have to do this bit. We're a fan of producing on the air again next week for for last week. I'm having a or hard time uh, holding this mic too. I yeah, I know we well, don't have mic stands. It's going to be a. I do. I know. <laughs> I have my own mic stand. That's because you carry that uh, twenty pound monstrosity. <laughs> in for briefcase. you guys, this is the second episode uh, being done from Frank's place, but for us, it's the first. That's so right. yes, this is kind of weird. It's all Johnny M's fault, actually. <laughs> actually, yes, it is. No, it's his daughter's fault. If you want to get technical, well, okay. it, it was. Johnny's well, but he fault. had Wait, the daughter. Fault? Him and his wife had the daughter. So it's his wife's fault. So it's his wife's fault for getting pregnant. Yes, I guess we're lucky that time is not. You heard it here, folks. It's the wife's fault for getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good thing. That the time is not actually linear and is merely a construct of our uh, of our brains that can only perceive things and. Four dimensions. If all goes well on the night of this recording, we will. You guys will have already experienced a successful episode with uh, Johnny M. That's uh, right. That is quite unlikely. Which course. is weird because we don't know if that's going to happen. That's We're presuming it's going to happen. That's why I said if. Are we predicting it's going to happen? Oh. Well, I guess technically. I guess technically it's a prediction. 
Yeah. So. Well, we hope you love the prediction show or the recap of the prediction show. You have the worst text message. You don't like that? No. Frank, you know what's happening. Frank still has a Nokia. It's very silly. (laughs) Troy with my Nokia candy bar phone. Also, as we mentioned last episode that I haven't actually mentioned yet, Ah, I'm getting a headache just even trying to do this. Uh, We do have uh, bumper stickers on the way. Awesome. Awesome. if you want a bumper sticker, I've already had several people request them. We have a limited quantity of 50 bumper stickers. Dude. That's that's what? Three times as many listeners as we have. So. Did you get those for five bucks? No. Did, five dollars. Thank you dollars. to Hugo yeah. for the uh, making that possible. So if you want a, you want a bumper sticker, email us at halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Thank you, Hugo, again. That was appreciated. And to everyone else who's given well, no to the kidding. show over the, uh, over the years. Callum, I'm thinking about not mailing yours, but making you come to America to get it. So it's a heck of a commute for right. a bumper sticker. <clears throat> we, we but it might be worth it for him. It's possible that he might. He might be coming to uh, America, or as we like to say it, the United States of America. Uh-huh. And we yeah. can show him our ways here, because things are a lot different than they are in Australia. Yeah. Or we, is have, yeah. we have to be specific saying the United States, because technically Canada is America, yeah. and we don't want you going into Canada. America's half. Or, I don't know, you might enjoy Canada quite a bit, but that Venezuela. doesn't do us any good. Yeah, Venezuela is also typ- uh, technically yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of the Americas. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I mean, he could be crying for me Argentina, and he would still be an American, at least briefly. <clears throat> Maybe he'd consider himself an expat. <laughs> well, here we are halfway through the first month of the brand new year. And uh, we're going to talk about... So how many days left till 2014? Because I'm ready for this year to be over. <laughs> 300 something. Yeah. Okay. 335. I'm not going to do the math right now. I'm Did you just, have a I'm bad tired. day today? I'm just really tired. Did you have a hmm. bad day? No. Da, you know. da, da. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Work is good. Okay. okay. I like work. Great. Yeah. So it must be family. You having family issues? Yeah, Sage, maybe isn't it? that's it. Say yeah, who knows? Kids growing up. Mm. I know it's it's just sad, you know, cats in the cradle and silver spoon, stuff. You know, <laughs> boy blue. So let Sage asked to get play whisp- with you, and you couldn't play. You get whisked sometimes. Thirty years old. Yeah, and well, he doesn't have time for you. Yeah, you know, we're Just say I know we'll have a good time. Then. We're we're doing, uh, you know, we're doing these shows, and Sage and Zoe can't come interrupt us, and you know, which I guess is theoretically good for the production values, but uh, I miss them. It's it great is. for the call-in shows. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of weird here. We've yeah. done it once or twice, and it's always been weird. Uh, so anyway, let's talk about movies that are coming out this year. We okay. found this really cool article on io9.com. Yeah. Science fiction fantasy movies to watch out for in 2013. And we're just going to kind of run through them a little bit. And if you guys see one that is uh, striking your fancy, speak out. Yeah. Um, I think the... Uh was clearly going to be the number one uh, movie for me of 2013. Uh, it comes out on July 31st, and uh, yeah, uh, if you're looking at the calendar, you may have guessed this already, but I am referring to Smurfs 2. <laughs> you know, well, you see, Gargamel is still stuck in New York. Um, and uh, I so laughed uncontrollably at the first Smurfs movie. Really? Did you? Now, now, what? Okay, what, I was totally bluffing. What circumstances caused you to see it? Because that isn't a movie you would normally seek out. Did your kids want to see it? Yes. The girlfriend uh-huh. was going and taking her kids. Okay. And she said, you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I yeah. ended up freaking loving the, the movie. Really? Wow. I thought it was really, really funny. 
Well, see, this one has evil albino Smurfs who mm. apparently try to trick Smurfette into being naughty. That's what the synopsis says. I don't know what that means. Um, but the idea of albino peer pressure, albino Smurf peer pressure. Sorry, I, I, if there are any albino listeners, I am not casting aspersions on your character. I'm casting aspersions on albino Smurfs. See, I think I thought you would have just jumped right to May 17th. Hmm. Immediately, just right Let's to May 17th. Let's see, I have to look up there. What's Let's May 17th? Say, uh, it's, a, it's a very good question. Uh, why I did not jump to May 17th. Yeah. Yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. I, I think that uh, that will be the movie. Which, uh, this would be a great time for me to recap one of my predictions... Okay. about that movie even though it'll be new to you guys it'll be old news because i've already talked about it okay okay you, sure right. you want to do this and get a headache wow yeah the listeners be have already thought about that. yeah, yeah see, i'm going cross-eyed cross-eyed too so let me and this is based on some chatter that we had among each other okay. and among the legion of dudes guys so okay. don't mind us um you know rehashing right so right. this isn't a hundred percent original but I, I i can't remember who they brought up an inkling of it and i thought about it I believe that this is going to be the Khan story, but that Khan dies at the beginning of the film, and one of his henchmen or secondary guys fulfills the Khan story, and that he is more twisted than Khan. Hmm. So he is the construct. Yes! Oh, nice! Wow. I'm, Brad I'm in favor gets of that. the prize I'm, for the best I'm, pun. Yes, I'm in favor of that. <laughs> there, yeah, no aspersions towards that pun either the girl who plays carol marcus alice eve yes she's a looker she's if you like girls she's (laughs) She's a good one she's a looker she's not bad looking you know we had her in uh, eyes we had her did you get to see her when she was in the afa studios right no i was actually um she was was actually editing that day so it was her and a some brunette out of lady out of your league Hmm? i think was the name of the movie now oh yes 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 yes, homely looking Right. He's no, a nice looking you'd guy. You'd be surprised. She, I wouldn't call her out of his league. <laughs> I'm a... Uh, yes. But she, she's a very pretty girl. I the, take it that's one of the movies you are anticipating? Oh, man. I love the, the first one, and mm-hmm. the next one looks cool. I mean, you know, I've only seen a little bit on the trailer, and this Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch guy, I don't mm-hmm. know yeah. him from Have anything. Have you seen... Any of the Sherlock? No, so I'm really going to enjoy okay. experiencing this guy for the first time. Do you have like Netflix? This. Yes. All six episodes of Sherlock, both seasons are Netflix. I, I, you know, I might rather watch Johnny Depp build a doghouse. You don't? <laughs> do you not like the idea of Sherlock Holmes, or you just not no, want to watch Sherlock Holmes' work? Sherlock Holmes doesn't interest me. Why did I go see the two Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr.? Because Robert Downey Jr. is in them. Give this actor a chance. I will okay? on May 17th. All right. And then I'll watch Sherlock after that. Okay? Uh, okay. Um, I don't like Bill's attitude today. I, 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 I just, I guess I'm just not in much of a fighty mood. I, I'm just, I'm mystified. I mean, you got Netflix. You might as well use it, you know? I do, uh-huh. but for things I want to watch, not for things that I'm being kowtowed into watching. No, things I'm suggesting you might enjoy for your own pleasure. Your suggestions to do with are my kowtows. Is that even a word? Okay. It is now. Okay, yeah. here, uh, here's my suggestion then. Do not watch Sherlock. It's bad for you. <laughs> okay. okay. Ooh, Brad. Dang, he got you with the old twister Ah, but what he I doesn't know. I forbid you from watching <laughs> no! Sherlock. Oh, 
dang it. What he doesn't know is that today is opposite day. Ah, got you. Is no, it wait. Double negative one? Actually, yes. Brad, it's son of a not opposite day. I don't even so know. I, I'm not following the logic. <laughs> Frank, give here. us one from your list. Um, you know, let's go to Hensel and Gretel. That's going to come out earlier this year. Bill had an interesting comment about that earlier. Yeah. Now, uh, but I before you jump in, Bill, was. I, I, okay. I know this movie isn't going to be great, but it looks like fun. I'm kind of a fan of the um, of this uh, fairy tale kind of resurgence. In fact, if you look at my shelf over there, I have a lot of the uh, fables. I have the first like. 15 fable trades. So I really like this. I've enjoyed the stuff that's on television, Grimm and Once Upon a Time. So um, this looks like it could be fun. Now, Bill? It's got an interesting cast. Um, it's got uh, Gemma Arterton. She's a looker. pronouncing her name right. Well, did you ever see... The only thing no. I can think of that she was in... No? No. That was easy. I, I just like how Brad was like, no, that. I don't... I've never <laughs> seen this girl. I'm looking okay. at her on Google Images. She right was uh, the uh, romantic lead in... Uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Never saw it. Okay. Uh, Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. I know who that is. It was it was okay. It was what it was. It was an attempt to capture the magic that we got from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. It was basically a, a Disney vehicle trying to make random money off their intellectual property or something like that. Um, it was actually not bad. Um, gosh, what's the um, oh, what's the movie that? Uh, I kind of compare to a Prince of Persia. Well, I guess that's something for me to know and uh, and forget, and for uh, everybody else to uh, wonder about. What did you say when before we started recording about this movie? That um, Jeremy Renner is in it, and my question was: so has this movie been sitting on a shelf for about five years? <laughs> then, well, because the, the why, obvious question yeah. is: why is Jeremy Renner doing this now? It does say in this little article that it was pushed from last summer, which is when, to now, which is, you know, last summer was when the Avengers were out, so. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so they're maybe they, they wanted to ride on the coattails of Avengers yeah. and kind of go, okay, he's big, let's right. just push this back to where he's even bigger. Well, and you could also be uh, jumping all over the coattails of the uh, the new uh, Bourne movie. Yeah, I, I would was. say Avengers would be would be the better call on. Yeah, on well, that. I mean, he was the lead though in the fourth Born movie. I don't think that was well received. I don't My know. parents watched it. And they it were was like, well, it why was, didn't you tell us not to watch that? It was Sage's favorite movie for about three weeks, <laughs> but he didn't actually see it. He just saw the commercials. Okay, so he let me know that was his favorite movie, <laughs> and that's that's how I get a lot of my it's movie his favorite reviews, movie you know. for four weeks. Yeah. Well, you know. He told me uh, not to bother with the Godfather series, and so I've never watched those. He, he thought they didn't look that good. The uh, the and, writer... He, he did suggest Lost in Translation, though, which bored me to tears, so I, I can't trust that guy. That was a bad movie. Let's see. Let's look at the director here. The director, Tommy Wilcola. Let's see what other movies he's done. As a director, he has five titles underneath his belt. Ooh. Awesome. Some... Movie that's not American. It's got a movie be called Dead Snow. <laughs> Kill Belojo. Speaking of uncomfortable, uh, I've never heard of any of these movies. That can't be a good sign. Is this uh, the Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters? Yeah, this well, is the director. Are they he German does... all of a sudden? Witch Hunters. Witch Hunters. Well, I mean, you know, Hansel and Gretel's. It's it's was a Europe, an Eastern European uh, story originally. <laughs> 
Anyway, so I'm, yes, I'm going to do the rest of the Red episode. Band trailer makes it look fun. It looks a red fun. band trailer for Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Witch Hunters. Yeah. Lots of blood. It's kind of shocking. Lots of blood. Oh, okay. Blood. Now, it isn't a sci-fi movie, but yeah. anyone looking forward to the new Die Hard? Yes. Me too. It looks a lot more interesting the more I give the trailers a chance. I think I'll be okay with it. Because I, I, I don't think I ever sat through the third one, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Sam Jackson? Yeah. And I'm actually there was Live seen, Free and Die Hard. That was the fourth. Okay, one, where he surfs down a freeway collapsing. Okay, see, and yeah. I've never seen the fourth movie. It's at pretty all, good. Period. I liked it. I liked it. And I'm a fan of Bruce Willis. Yeah. I, I Bruce Willie. I have been a fan <laughs> of Bruce Willie. When is the movie with, for longer than just about anybody I know? When is the movie with Neesons and Willie coming out? That's what I want to know. Um, I've been a fan of Bruce Willis since Moonlighting. So I got like. I think I got seniority on my Bruce Willis yeah, appreciation over most everybody I know. I didn't watch Moonlighting. Um, it made me uncomfortable, the, the first bit of it that I'd seen. The first two seasons were excellent, and then it was not so excellent. I, I like the idea of Don't let the characters get married, okay? That's all. <laughs> yeah, once they started having the baby, it was, it was all, all, all down. And what's a drag is that uh, Glenn Gordon Carone, um, that guy... Is a guy who he should have been huge. Um, he did. Uh, was that uh, was that Booger? No, he was the uh, writer director of uh, Moonlighting. Um, then he moved on and he did uh, a very interesting show, which I thought was slow moving. Um, it was called. We've talked about this before. Time after time, time and again, something like that. Where it was the, uh, the it was. A uh, normal everyday Joe, kind of an overweight dude, and he gets killed in a subway accident. He's like pushed off a subway platform and is killed by a subway train. Well, they take his brain out and they put it in this physically perfect body. What is this movie? It's a, it was a TV show. It was on CBS. It was called Time After Time or Time and Again, something like that. This is also a Glenn Gordon Carone thing, who is known for being offbeat and kind of odd. And... Uh, it was a really interesting show. Eric Close, was that his name, the star of it? But basically the government, uh, and I want to say that his keeper was Dennis Haysbert, but uh, basically they, they would let him out to go save people and do kind of semi-superhero things. He's was, he was almost like a Captain America type. He was like just a, he wasn't a superhero, but he was kind of a physically perfect human body. But he still had the brain of this this middle-aged, overweight, just regular, completely regular guy, and he was not able to let his family know that he was actually still alive. I vaguely remember this. Yeah. And so it was vaguely. It was kind of bittersweet, and uh, it was... Uh, it's called Now and Again. Now and Again? Okay. And it was it was really good. For some reason, I watched it, but, um, you know, it always, it always made me a little bit weird in the soul, um, you know, just because... Uh, and I'm trying to remember if he did at some point. He he got to the point where I think he he interfaced with his wife, uh, so he got to see her. She got to see him, but I don't think she knew it was him. And and you know, and of course, did she fall in love with him because he was so handsome? I don't know. Well, clearly the hope was that uh, that he would say, "Honey, it's me," and he would convince her. He would tell her things that only they would know, and you know, the romance would start off again blah blah and everything would be great uh i don't remember if that happened i hope it did 
Wow. Hey, there's your tangent. There's your official <laughs> tangent. Who's that tangent sponsored by, Frank? That tangent is sponsored by Frank's Yeast Store. Yes, you like his bread? How about his yeast? Grown from little creatures that make up yeast. They're the best. They're called Yeast Junior. Yeast Junior. Yeast Juniors. So come on down to Frank's Yeast Store, right next to Frank's Bread Store. And if you like yeast... Try Frank's black yeast, which produces a black ale, which I am currently enjoying. Oh, you're drinking a black yeast. Uh, uh, yeah, ale. whatever this is. It's a black, it? uh, sorry, it's a black lager, not an ale. It's a huge like difference. Anybody who confuses ale with lager is a moron. Then you've called me a moron because I don't know the difference. I don't know the difference either. <laughs> Frank mentioned that movie Warm Bodies coming out February 1st. Have you guys seen the previews for it? Yeah. I don't know if it's me. It just looks like. That, that movie looks like it has some promise. It looks like it could be pretty funny. But a lot of these movies just feel weird. It's about a me. zombie who falls in love with one of the last remaining humans. And, and I'm just, he, uh, he starts to de-zombify and be, become more human. Yeah. Yes. But a lot of these movies just, again, they just kind of are weirding my soul out. I, I don't know if it's... It looks funny, though. The trailers make it look funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it's definitely a spin on the rom-coms that we're, that we're used Rom-com. to. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him and his abbreviations. <laughs> I like I'm that. I'm a busy guy. I don't have time to say romantic comedy. Oh. Um, but it looks fun. It looks sweet. And it looks like there's a lot of uh, narration from his head. Right. You know, him thinking through the process. He seems to have all of his faculties, but his body just won't respond. But somehow love conquers all. Well, and... Um, just to just to help your point along too, um, when you say rom com, you're saving bandwidth, and so you're living green. You're helping to save the planet. Look at that! Not turn it into a post apocalyptic zombie wasteland. Wow! So thank you, Frank. I'm a for great person for stalling the zombie apocalypse. Golly, thank I am you. so good. I humbly thank you. What about um, it's for the kids, you know? Oz the Great and Powerful. Yes. Count me With in. James Franco, it looks really Interested. good. Interested. I'm somewhat Very of a, much a prequel, so. prequel to Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You're, I'm you're somewhat a Francophile, aren't you? No, you're I'm, a Francophile. I'm a Francophile and right. an Ozphile. Which makes perfect bit. sense to me. So um, the fact that this movie's going to... I'm glad it's not a musical. It looks like they're going to treat it kind of like a fantasy sci-fi-ish yes. on board. So excited. Yeah, you want to know what... Uh, uh, since we're just completely skipping around and not going in order, okay, I, I saw the uh, the I Red Band trailer. <laughs> Have you seen the Red Band trailer for Evil Dead? Yes, and if you want to sleep at night, you might not want to watch there's it. There's no way you're going to get me to watch that movie. Uh, I'm not familiar with this one. Tell not me about because Evil the Dead. first one sucked, but because that one looks scary as hell. Right. Um, Evil Dead, Evil Dead. When does that come out? Uh, April 12th, and it's going to be just messed up in every sense of the word and and what really messes me up is i i watch this trailer and i'm about halfway through the trailer and i'm trying to place the like the the antagonist the the girl who's really messed with it. it's the girl who's in that picture if you're looking at this uh, oh article. yeah it's done by I, sam raimi horror movie well okay. it's it was um this is Evil Dead is the movie that launched Sam Raimi's career. Oh, I see. He and okay. his, he and his, um, he and uh, Bruce Campbell and another friend of his basically were director, producer, and star on this little indie movie that they kind of made. Um, they kind of made on their own time, almost out of their own pockets in the backwoods of North Carolina or whatever. Uh, basically, it was, uh, uh, you know, it was a hey, let's do something fun this weekend, and so they made this movie called Evil Dead. And of course, I'm oversimplifying, but. 
then uh, Raimi did Evil Dead 2, and then Evil Dead 3, Army of Darkness. And then um, he started getting into stuff like uh, The Quick and the Dead. And next thing you knew, he's uh, doing a Spider-Man trilogy. So, uh, uh, yeah. But uh, this is not done by Raimi. I'm sure it's produced by him, you know, much in that way that Steven Spielberg executive produces movies. Um, I'm sure Raimi is producing this. But my point was, if I'm right, and, and this is probably going to go over most people's heads because I don't know how many people watch this show, but the girl is... I, pretty sure she is the redhead the redheaded daughter in suburgatory and speaking of all sorts of messed up in suburgatory she's redheaded and she's cute and you know she's just she's she's fun to watch i mean the relationship between her and her dad is really kind of clever and and that's that show is underrated um if you like uh you know network sitcom good network sitcoms like Modern Family or New Girl or that kind of stuff, you would like Suburgatory. Um, it's weird. But if this is truly her, then I'm not ever going to be able to look at her the same way again. Here's a little blurb about about the See? this version of it. Okay, It's been confirmed that a remake would be made of The Evil Dead. It will be produced by Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, ah. but not include the Ash character. It was also said huh. that the movie would be about a group of teenagers who go to a cabin and find a book, and the similarities with the original movie would end there. Okay. So it's, it looks like it's a retelling of the movie. Mm. Well, and originally, um, Evil Dead 2 was <clears throat> it was almost um, in the way that Robert Rodriguez did El Mariachi and then did Desperado, yeah. where Desperado was almost... A retelling of the first movie, just with a bigger budget, uh, because people found him, you know, between him making this indie film called Mariachi, right. and so he got to do Desperado. It was kind of the same thing with Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is a quasi-remake of Evil Dead 1. Um, Evil Dead 2, of course, is it's it is truly scary in parts, um, but it's very campy. I think that Evil Dead 2... And Cabin in the Woods are half brothers. I think they, huh. they belong in the same camp with each other. I think that's an insult to uh, Cabin in the Woods. And have you actually. ever seen Evil Dead Two? Unfortunately, I have. Okay. It well, it's, we used to love that movie. So there. It's interesting how that whole genre of Evil Dead came along something that wanted to be scary all the way up to this kind of wah, wah slapstick okay. type of uh, film ending with Army. Uh, was Army, Army of, of Darkness? Yeah, Army of Darkness. I, I didn't mind that. It was a really interesting progression of it. Yeah. Um, and out of all those movies, I still think one holds up well. Army of Darkness. It's kind of hard to watch. I saw it probably about two or three years ago. <laughs> it's just the. Uh, it's dated. Not animatronics, but the uh, the skeletons. Um, um, Stop motion. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. and it and it's not even that. It's just. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't hold up. There are, there are a number of moments in Army of Darkness that are classics. Use them as ringtones, kind of. You know, um, are you ignorant screwheads? This is my boomstick. You know, give me some sugar, baby. Shop smart. Shop as smart. There are a number of classic lines and classic moments in that movie. But you're right. The movie itself. Um, uh, by the way, Bruce, it's Barada Klatu Nikto. <laughs> so just remember that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of moments in that movie that are 
that are extremely good, but overall, maybe not. And, you know, honestly, it's been a long time since Evil Dead 2, but I can tell you that uh, I, uh, uh, even though I'll probably never see it again, uh, I'm still down with it. Uh, Iron Man 3, May 3rd. I'm, Iron Man 3 is starting to worry me. Why's that? Because I think it's going to be very good. I'm not trying to say that this is going to be a bad movie. In fact, quite the opposite. I think this movie is going to be uh, very good. Uh, I trust Shane Black. Um, i trying to remember what he did. But, um, but yes, uh, as far as I know, I trust Shane Black. Um, I obviously trust Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I don't know if I trust the plot line of this movie. The idea that basically this entire movie is going to be tearing him down. It makes me wonder, you know, is this going to be like um, Empire Strikes Back? I mean, you know, I are they going to do a fourth movie with Robert Downey Jr.? I mean, is this going to be a is this going to be a movie that just punches you in the gut over and over again, and then the movie ends, and we'll have to come back for Iron Man four for some kind of resolution or some kind of happy ending to this? Or are they going to are they going to drive him that far down, and then? You know, then by the end of the movie, it's going to be okay. Uh, who's the director on this? Do we know? I believe it's Shane, Shane Black. Black. And he did, um, um, Shane Black did the, um, did he do Chronicle? I think he did Chronicle, yeah. I'm okay. looking him up right now. I'm sorry, I'm doing this uh, off the top of my head. You know, I um, I, I really enjoyed. And I'm holding the, my mic so I can't type. <laughs> this sucks. I really enjoyed the first. Uh, Iron Man a lot. The second one, while it had some great elements that poured into the Avengers universe and stuff like that, yeah, uh, I didn't like it as much as the first one. Um, and this one, I just... It seems like the third movies and trilogies always go back to the first movie. Yeah. Like, they always go back to the well. So I'm kind of hoping that it's... That it's not like a rehash or retelling or using the same elements as we saw in the third movie. Or in the first movie, I'm sorry. Shane Black wrote the screenplay for Lethal Weapon. The first one? Yep. Wow. So yeah. this Shane Black is not a young Turk then. No. Uh, let's see. I mean, he might not be. He might be in his 40s. He directed. He's not a young man. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. That with, was with. With um, Robert Downey Jr. No, no, no. It was with uh, no? the tall. Gina Davis. Gina Davis. We had the same birthday. Me and, and Gina uh, Davis. And. Um, Sam Jackson, right? I can't remember if Sam is in it. Jeff Goldblum? Are you looking it up, Rod? Yeah. Now, Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, Corbin Bernson. It's not Gina Davis. We're thinking of The Long Kiss Goodbye or something uh, like that. Uh, uh, Bill, yes. you got it then. Okay. Well, um, I'm He's only directed mm-hmm. uh, that movie and... Uh, Iron Man three, okay. Well, and the writer Drew Pierce, uh, I've I've never heard of this TV show No Heroics. Uh, even though this article here says that Drew Pierce brought new life to superheroes with his TV show No Heroics. Never heard. So of is that like a is that a British thing or uh, or what? I, I feel naked that I can't go type and find these things out on know. the fly. Stinks, man. You could do what Frank does and throw your microphone down every yeah, once I just in a put while. Down. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a good point. Frank, say something. Look what I Kidding. Um, so yeah, I'm just really worried that Iron Man three is going to weigh on your soul, and 
you'll not be happy about your movie experience at the end of it. Um, kind of like Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. Exactly. Yes, I have high hopes. Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, uh, I I think it's safe to say we're all going to see it. It's just these concerns that we're making up based on our based on the teaser videos yeah. we've seen and the images. Well, and, and this, I, I'm hoping that this this tiny little blurb we're seeing here um, doesn't provide much nuance. Now, have you guys seen the the? It was a picture that was released not too long ago for Iron Man three of Iron Man sitting on a couch with his legs crossed. In the um, in his costume, yeah, out? No. Well, it's Iron Man sitting very casually, legs crossed on a couch with his arm off to the side. Is it a picture from the movie? I I presumed it was. Let's see if I can find it. While you look for that, I'm going to jump to a movie that I was very much looking forward to until this very moment because I just looked down below in the blurb and saw something I did not know. After Earth, June second, June seventh, starring Will Smith. And his son, Jaden. Yes. Where humanity has abandoned the Earth after war with aliens, but a father and son crash land on the ruined Earth, and the father is injured, forcing the son to search for help. And uh, it looks cool. The trailers make it look really cool. Uh, but even just now... now uh, okay, how is that physically possible yeah. for Iron Man to cross his legs like that? Yeah, it's got it's, some... It's ball bearings. It's... it's yeah. But I can tell you this, it's all about ball bearings. That does look like the suit he's wearing in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Okay, um, go on, Brad. M. Night Shyamalan directed oh. and co-wrote this film. Oh. Isn't that amazing? Doesn't that give you an entirely different expectation of this movie? And you've seen you've seen the previews. Yeah, I can tell you what the, the twist previews is look right really now. Good. The twist is, it's not Earth. You know, he says, this is Earth. We right. left this. It's not Earth. This is an alternate universe Earth. Yeah. When we crash landed, we jumped the universes and whatever. Well, I have some hope that um, that at this point, M. Night doesn't have just carte blanche to make every movie he does have the crazy twist ending. Mm. Um, his last couple of movies have not been terribly twisty because I don't think... Uh, Devil was awful, but it wasn't very twisty. And um, uh, oh, good heavens! The uh, the one, the one where people start jumping off buildings, and it was really awful. And um, oh, dang it! The happening was yeah. that it? Yeah, the happening. Yeah, I don't remember there being a big twist in that. It was, well, it was kind of War of the Worlds. Never saw it. There, there was a twist in that. Um, it turned out that the plants, that Earth was fighting against humans. They were treating humans like viruses. Yeah. So the antibodies were going out and kind of killing people because, you know, yeah. we've been polluting Earth and stuff. It stops. Everything's fine. And then at the very end, it starts up again in Paris. So oh, it started. Okay. Um, it has a little. Mark Wahlberg's in it, too. It has a little That's bit of a it. twisty twistiness to it because you never quite know. Everyone thinks it's chemical warfare and stuff like that, but it turns right. out. It's the plants fighting back. So that's, that's right. the twist. Okay. By the way, After Earth was originally called 1000 AE. Hmm. A crash landing on Earth a thousand years after the cataclysmic event that forced humanity to abandon the planet leaves teenager and father stranded. And the first time I saw that movie, I'm thinking, <sighs> until the line that, uh, you know who you are, son. No, Dad, where am I, Dad? <laughs> You're on Earth. 
Boy. Earth. Earth. Um, that's cool. You know, Will Smith, uh, I mean, he just, he's, he's virtually generic at this point, which I like is too Will bad Smith because he is good. Yeah. Um, um, you know, this one and the Tom Cruise movie Oblivion, I kind of got mixed up in yes. my head because yeah. they look a little alike. It's after Oblivion, I think. <laughs> Let's just make them, just combine them into one long movie. It'll still be shorter than The Hobbit. Right below that on that list is one called The End of the World, or oh. This is the End. It stars Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, <laughs> James Franco, and a bunch of uh, Jonah Hills in it, and a bunch of other peoples who play themselves. And uh, they're playing themselves in this movie at the end of the world, and it just looks hilarious. There, There's a little blurb at the end. It goes, remember how Bill Murray played himself randomly in Zombieland? The whole movie's like that. Let's hope it stays funny. That will clearly be the trick, that if this movie has a 30-minute section where there's drama and angst and heartache and then redemption at the end, um, forget it. I don't see them doing that. Who's the director on this? This needs to be... This needs to be stupidity and comedy all the way through. I don't see how it could be with this cast. Well, I, I don't think they would do well um, a dramatic turn like that. I'm inclined that. to agree with you, but but uh, but my buddy, brother John Snicker, mm-hmm. um, he had uh, he had me over uh, Saturday night, and. Um, uh, we watched uh, an extremely disappointing uh, Green Bay uh, Minnesota Vikings game, and then we put Ted in. And he's been telling me he said he went and saw Ted two or three times in the theaters, um, and he's been um, uh, he's been telling me about it for however long it's been out there now. So we finally sat down, and there are parts of Ted. It's probably not a surprise to anybody that are it's, it's make not you, especially because we've already spoken about this on our show. A couple of weeks ago, <laughs> so what? it's not a, it's not a surprise to anybody because we've already had this very same conversation a couple of weeks ago on our show. Yeah, <laughs> was I on this show? Yeah, you were. Yeah. You were the one doing most of the talking. But I hadn't seen the movie yet, had I? Yeah, you had. I'm not doing well. Crazy. <laughs> All right, Emma Watson, Paul Rudd, James Franco, Jonah Hill, Jason Segel, Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, Michael Sarah. Danny McBride, Kevin Hart, all those people are in that movie. Directed by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. Okay, it'll and, be uh, funny. The black guy from The Office. Isn't that sad? <laughs> David, David, what's his name? The black guy. Robinson? Craig Robinson. This must be some kind of hot tub time machine. Yeah, Craig Robinson. Um, Good on you, Craig. Man of Steel is right there below that in the list. All right. What do you think? I am hopeful. I'm going to see it, and uh, I, I'm betting that this is going to launch the DC movie universe as Iron Man did for Marvel. Uh, I think, the, yeah, I I think so this too. movie is going to end with something, with a scene where you go, aha! Aha! Like Bruce aha. Wayne shows up at aha. the end or something. What is that from, Bill? I was thinking that very same thing <laughs> as soon as you did that. <laughs> It's an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, Eddie is that, Murphy, uh, is that coming to America or is that play- no? Uh, he's uh, yeah, where he's one of the he's the old white Jewish guy uh, in the in the, in the barber, barber shop. shop. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want this movie to be so good because I want to see a good Superman movie. I know I've said that a million oh, times. Oh yeah, but uh, I just is Superman angsty? I don't know, and that's what this movie. 
I'm just the afraid. You know what? Well, we've already seen Boy Scout. We've already seen Boy Scout Superman. Let's try kind of angsty. I mean, I I like the I like the whole approach of I understand he's so good that you know he's pure and and stuff like that. But you know what? He's the strongest being in the universe. He would be a little cocky in the world. In the world. I'm I just mean, well the the original trailers, the the teasers that didn't world. actually use words. Um. It looked very Terrence Malicky tone poem y yeah. kind of thing. And who the heck knows? So that's that's the thing that uh I guess is good news, bad news is that A good news they're not giving away the dang movie. Bad news is that uh we really don't know almost anything about it. What do you got? I'm just playing the Superman trailer nice. while you talk, so keep talking though. Nice. Because I am excited about it, I, I think yeah. arguably this is this is the movie I'm most excited about this summer so far. How cool! Um, yeah, and, and you know, I'm already hearing complaints about uh, you know why is he a fisherman? Why does he have a beard? Uh, you know, why does he look that way? Uh, you know, he didn't grow up on a on a fishing village. You know what? It's a, just let's just give it a shot. All right, let's just see. I what don't know. Hey. Um. You might want to. You're gonna have to clear that with Brad. This looks like it may be changing the comic book story up. You know, it's a movie. It's it not, not the comic book. Thing. Hey, that might not matter to some people. Hey, I like what I like. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Um, and I'm not trying. And to, we've I'm already not, and we have already seen that yeah. story. Yes. We've already seen the Boy Scout Superman. It's out there. It exists. Why do we need to go back to this? It? The, the way they're handling this seems to be reminiscent of uh, the Spider-Man reboot. They're taking some fairly serious liberties. I mean, even in the trailer, uh, the scene where um, the scene where he's talking to his dad, Kevin Costner, basically says, "I forget what the line was, but it's like, you know, I could have killed those people, or you know, is there ever a time when killing is right, or should I just, just let them die?" Yeah, and mm-hmm. and Dad says, "Maybe, maybe." You know, Pa wouldn't have said Which that. Which is not something no. that Pa Kent would have ever said. But, I mean, that's, that's, Pa, Ma and Pa Kent were what gave him his humanity, basically. Right. But at, at, at the same time, you know, he, what like is right. I yeah, taking very, off and flying, cool too. Cool that's, that's, that's pretty awesome, baby. I mean, you know, in, in that world, there is a black and there is a white. There is right and there is wrong. Yeah. And in this world, you're getting the impression there are a lot of grays, and sometimes you don't know what is right. And well, what that's is true, wrong. but uh, but I think I'm going to blame part of this on Christopher Nolan for, and I, I this is too strong an adjective, but for infecting his ethos uh, into the uh, the Superman uh, storyline uh, because Batman was so heavy and. Took itself so seriously. Batman and if is they heavy do this, and is a serious yeah, character. But if they're going to do this with the Superman movie, um, you know, Superman, you know, we're not going in expecting to see an episode of Underdog. Okay, I yeah. get that. You know, not, nobody is. Um, well, no, I, I just wonder. People, you know, there's going to be some people who are like, "Man, that my human." We don't know how heavy this movie is going to be. I, I think that. Uh, um, Henry Cavill is an interesting choice. I don't know a whole lot about him. Um, I think he he looks least like the part uh, among. Well, he looks more like the part than I don't know. Uh, George Reeves looked like the Kurt Swan Superman, 
But uh, Perry White is not black. I'm sorry. I am not going to see this movie. What? <laughs> I forget who's playing Perry White. Okay. But uh, it's it? a black actor. He is not. I'm Tyler not, Perry. Tyler Perry. I refuse Isn't to it? see it. Don't. Please. Perry White is not black. Isn't Tyler it? Tyler Perry White. <laughs> I, I hope it's not Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry almost single-handedly took me so far out of the Star Trek movie that I almost had to leave the theater. Lauren Fishburne. Okay, I'm down with Larry Fishburne. Sorry, I can't go see it. Larry no, Fishburne. I refuse to. He good. I'm not going to go see it. No. Dude. How dare they? You ever seen Deep Cover with him and Jeff Goldblum? Holy cow. You want to talk about a tour de force? Oh, man. What about... Um World War Z. Go World see War Deep Z. Cover. It was also that was also the first time you ever heard uh, Snoop Dogg. I've tried twice to read World War Z, and it is not a good book for those who have even the slightest case of ADD. Okay. Uh, yeah, I heard it was. A, it, it's it it's interviews of the past yeah. of this event. It's a. Is it's, it? It's a bunch of interviews with survivors of the. Oh dear. Zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. and. Um, it is just all I can do to to read more than one little interview it, without going, I wonder what's in the cabinet. So it kind of sounds like there's the no kitchen. way this could follow the book closely then. It's almost got to be based, well. It, lo- it looks like it's based told linearly and not, yeah. not as well, past it looks events. Like, well, it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, it looks like a current event, the zombie apocalypse happening. Yeah. And, and that's def- from what I've read in World War Z, the book, it's not at all what happens. I mean, it's all, they're people telling stories of what happened to them. Um, I have to say, the, the animation of the zombies, it looks like ants on yeah. a hill. It's it's frightening. It's, yeah. it's good. It, man, it looks really intriguing. And even the, well, the first time I saw this trailer, you don't know what's going on. I didn't know what World War Z was about. And it wasn't until the end of the trailer that I saw, or when they finally reveal it's, it's zombies. Then, then I was just like, "Whoa!" When they, when it shut, see right there how they're all just. Geez. We're watching the trailer right now, running and climbing over each other and, and all that stuff. It's just, holy cow! Yeah, spilling, these spilling not, over the edge of a uh, a toppled uh, bus. These like are not ants. George Romero zombies. Yeah, these aren't lumbering zombies. These are crazed. And I guess, uh, Brad, you didn't fish the book, so we don't know if. They're truly zombies or just infected people that are just going berserk or what? Yeah. Well, One thing I, I don't like is that it seems like this trailer gives way too much away. Because you could very easily go in that. thinking that that this is a story about Brad Pritt uh, just trying to get his family the heck out of the way. And it really looks like they pretty much feed you the entire plot of the movie. In this That's trailer. what happens with trailers nowadays. Look well, but it doesn't right happen there. with all of them. But yeah, oh, that is that is so messed up. They're they're making a uh, uh, again the the ants analogy was apt, very apt because there's we've seen three scenes in this trailer now where they act like ants. Yeah, where they literally are, they're trying to get over the walls of a prison. Remember that scene in and they're piling up on top of each other. That scene make in it Indiana human Jones and the Crystal Skull, where Kate oh, yes. Blanchett is hanging from a tree limb above that pile yeah. of red ants, yes. giant red, and the, all the ants are like climbing up. That's yeah. exactly what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I'm not sure which would be scarier. Um, 
Would you rather get uh, taken over by uh, by zombies, or would you rather get uh, um, dragged down into a uh, you know an ant pile <laughs> down in, in Ant Hill? Neither. Like, Is that a choice? Like the the blonde German dude in uh, Crystal Skull. Let's just hit a few more. Ugh. We only made it halfway through our list. I know. Well, I guess this this means we can come back and talk about movies in the second half of the year uh, here in about three months. Yeah. You know what? We could do that. Um, the uh, we could do that for like just save that for the next yeah. episode. The sequel to the movie Kick Rump. A kick re- butt. We'll replace. say Kick Butt Two. Balls to the wall. How about Kick Butt Two? Spherical objects to the wall. <laughs> can we, we can um, we do that just to keep it family friendly? Yeah. All right. Um, Assuming um, the great Chloe Moretz comes back as Hit Girl, um, I think I'm down on this. And I have Jim nev- Carrey's in this. I've never read a kick butt comic. We can say that because we've so, said it a few times. Yeah, I know. I'm just Jim being, Carrey's in this. What do you being, think? I mean, it, it seems like Jim Carrey is. Um, I have actually not seen the trailer yet, so no, I'm bringing it up. I don't think I've seen it. Um, I know Mark Miller says it's going to be uh, amazing. I was if pretty under, I was pretty underwhelmed by the first one. Were you? I it thought was, the yeah. first one was freaking awesome. I found it to be a much better Oh, this is a movie review. Mm. You uh, review. I found it you to be You suck, dude. Not not you two guys, the guy in the I found it to be a much there. better comic book than a movie. Yeah, there was a whole really? there, there was a whole yeah. shock value about the girl's language and stuff like that. And I agree it was, I but I, I I was underwhelmed by the by the story. There is no trailer. I was not in, I was not impressed by um, I was not impressed by her language. Um, it was just kind of like, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna be shocking here. What I was impressed by were her actions. Um, I uh, there were parts of the movie that I didn't like. It it seemed like uh, um, a lot of the plot line was was really telegraphed way in advance. Um, you know, with that said. Uh, it makes me wonder if the uh, the comic book was the same way, where you could just see, you know, you could see that oh, this guy is really not what he seems like he is. You know, this is going to happen to this character. Because in the movie, it's just like I can tell you what's going to happen thirty minutes out, and I'm not usually like that. Um, but I really dug the uh, Nick Cage's character, the 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 bad dude Batman character. Yeah, and. I hit uh, no big daddy. Yeah, big daddy. <laughs> and, and the names were so goofy. Yeah, you know, I mean, hit girl, big daddy, and kick butt. And well, I mean, Red Mist was the only character with a decent name, but he was an he was an idiot. I hated that guy, which you're supposed to. So it worked. I, was the point. I read the yeah. comic books as they came out, and they became compressed. Uh, they came out late because of this movie. This yeah. movie was announced halfway through the publication of the comic book. oh geez so it took a while for those last issues yeah. to come out so it really lost momentum for me to read it um but i seem to remember the first issue i was intrigued and then second or third one really hooked me in and then you just had to wait for that story to come out and you just at some point you just kind of didn't care because this movie's coming out and you're like well Am I ever going to get to finish this story? So you know, because you left it, me halfway. Did they finish re- the comic before or after the movie? Before. before. Okay. All it right. does read better when you read them all at once. And, uh, um, you know, uh, it differs quite a bit from the yeah. comic book. The comic book differs 
Uh, okay. so they, they, they both differ enough that if you were to read the comic book, you would get a different experience. Well, and for all its faults, it's I think it's directed extremely well by Matthew Vaughn, who went on to do X-Men First Class next, which was, uh, I don't know, one of the most underrated movies of, uh, of last year, I thought. I loved it. Yeah. God, yeah, that's what movie. I'm saying. I, I think that movie was just just this side of an A+. Plus. I it's one of one of the better superhero movies that that we've seen. Uh, and frankly, a lot of it is just because of, you know, the fun factor versus the uh, I'm not really in the mood for a downer kind of thing, but if you if you said, "Hey dude, you want to watch one of uh, Nolan's Batman movies or X-Men First Class?" I wouldn't even have to think about it. Say throw X-Men First Class in. I love the soundtrack, the directing, the actors. There's almost nothing about the movie I don't dig. I need to get that on Blu-ray. Oh, yes, you do. The transfer looks good. All right, so we made it through June. Yeah, we'll so save we July pick up. through yeah. December. We've, we've done time. six months. So there's your early 13 primer. And, you know, send us an email about stuff that you're interested in, stuff that you're looking forward to this summer that maybe we missed out on. Yeah. Um, now, now uh, before we go, uh, you do want to see the movie with Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx, right? No. I don't know. Called White House that. Down. No. See, this is what happens when terrorists take over the White House. Only Channing Tatum can save the president, played by Jamie Foxx. Yeah, that sounds like a winner. Um, the, no, the, the truly winnerish thing about this movie is that it's directed by Roland Emmerich. So you know it's going to be good. You think he's going to blow up the White House? <laughs> like he did in Independence Day? Has he ever made a good movie? Ever. Independence Day. That wasn't a good movie. Has yeah, he ever made a good movie? It was a great movie. It was tripe. It was a great movie. That it was, was a better movie than anything you've brought up today. Magic Mike, he was just absolutely fabulous in that. Absolutely loved it. It was so good. It's it's this wonderful story. Uh, some friends and I went. We, we had a good time. We bounded over it. I don't... What? <laughs> All right. You've been listening was to a, a half-hour wasted... Or am I not paying attention? Proud member of the HHW Podcast Network. Visit the show's website I guess at halfhourwasted.com. And don't forget to visit the message board at forumforgeeks.com. Send your questions or comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Or you can drop us an individual email at Brad, Frank, or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. Well I mean, Follow us on be. Twitter at halfhourwasted. Leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. And until next Man, week, I'm leave Frank. For me. I'm Brad. I'm probably not going to answer the voicemail, but leave one anyway. I don't care. Whatever. Next week on Half Hour Wasted.